Welcome. Welcome to the Better Than Yesterday Everyday Podcast, where we cover anything related to behavior change that will increase your long-term wellness and happiness. And now, here are your hosts, personal trainer and RNs, Matt and Jenna Lane. Hey, I'm Matt from Matt Lane Fitness. And I'm his wife, Jenna. A personal trainer answers your questions. I really enjoyed doing the first one. I'm doing a second one. We'll see. I might do more. But before we dive into it, if you're new to this channel, please hit the subscribe button and hit the notification bell. That way, every time we put out a video, you're going to know about it. So Jenna is not a, what are you? I'm not a personal trainer. That's right. But she's a registered nurse. So I mean, she has some knowledge of health. Basically, what this is, is Reddit questions that I read that's fitness related. I might not know the answers. I might not be that great of a personal trainer. I like to think that I am, but I don't know it all and I won't lie. All right, let's do it. So I'm gonna be reading the questions. Okay, first up, I've been doing assisted chin-ups for the past two months. Now I'm, I think he means at a point where I can do three to five with the lowest weight in an assisted chin-up machine. I can only do at least three chin-ups for one set without the assisted machine. How do I progress from here? More volume with the assisted machine or start doing negatives? Do you understand all of that that's, lingo? I don't. That's a really good question. So first and foremost, the assisted pull-ups, that's the machine that you hop on, that you put the weight on, and then it helps you. It makes the pull-up easier, right? Okay. I think that it's a great thing, but I think that it can be a crutch if you don't watch those numbers, the weight that you're actually adjusting. If you don't watch those numbers properly, you're not going to progress. This is simple progressive overload at its finest. This is what makes you stronger. You're starting at a certain weight that you're able to do a certain amount of pull-ups at. Let's just say that it's 100 pounds that that person puts on the assisted, right? If they're doing three to five of assisted at 100 pounds, I would want to see the next goal to decrease that weight because with the assisted pull-up machine, the more weight that you have on it, the easier it is. So the more you take off, the tougher it is. So a long story short, I would like to see you continue to drop the weight simply because pull-ups are really tough. You're working against gravity and it's everybody's toughest movement. I think that mixing the two couldn't hurt as far as the negatives go. So negatives, what are negatives? I was about to ask you that. What are negatives? Great question. So when you do a pull-up, you're pulling up, right? Well, it's, it's tough to get to this point, but lowering back down is easy, right? So on the concentric part of the motion, this is the eccentric part of the motion. So on the eccentric, you want to slowly lower yourself down rather than just dropping down. That causes a little bit more muscle breakdown and work. So yes on the negatives, but I would say just work on the volume, like you said, with the assisted machine. Okay, question number two. Does anyone have an idea how to deadlift in a place where there's no soft area? There's only floor and I don't want to break it. I suppose slower lowering with lower weight could work, but any other ideas? Absolutely, great question. Get mats. <laughs> Get the mats that are there at the gym. The yoga mats, roll them up, put them underneath the weights, and then you can drop them. Next one. All right, question number three. If you lost a night's sleep, is it worth working out that day? 
I don't want to skip a workout, but at the same time, I feel so strung out tired that I don't even know if it's, if it's worth it. It might even be counterproductive. Sleep. It's something that a lot of people ignore. It's something that I didn't pay attention to for a long time. Sleep is critical. Sleep is when you grow. Sleep is when you repair. Having said that, I think it's truly dependent upon what have you been doing up until that point where you feel like crap. Point blank, if you feel so exhausted that you're questioning it, it's probably a bad idea to go lift, yes. When we are tired, we tend to lift poorly, which increases the risk for injury. Having said that, if I've had like six good days of sleeping and then I have one bad day, no, I'm probably gonna tough through it. But listen to your body. You know, ultimately you know. Trust your gut. Next. I can't help but feel like I'm hurting my back slash spine when doing bent over rows with dumbbells, even though I keep a straight back. Is there perhaps a bench-supported viable option that would relieve some stress off of my lower back? Absolutely. Good question. The first question that I'm going to ask is, how strong is your lower back? I'll ask a second question. How often do you stretch your lower back? And then I'll answer your question, is there another option? Yes, absolutely. For me, whenever I'm doing a like a barbell bent over row, I I'll take a I'll take a bench and then raise it way up. Like if this is flat and this is 90, about 45-ish, I'll walk up to the bench, lay my chest on the bench hang my arms over it, and then lift. That way you're not having to support the low back and you can concentrate on the actual movement itself. Having said that, you want to make sure you're stretching your low back and you're strengthening your low back. Let's do another. I think I, think I counted like 13. Thanks Holden, by the way, appreciate it bro. <laughs> I need advice in choosing a fitness plan. For my fitness goals, I would like to lose weight, lose fat, and gain some muscle. I currently am scheduled for a 10K race this October. I'm currently deba debating if I should do three runs a week or four runs a week training schedule with the three or two days left for either weight training or some type of body weight exercise program. I have done both weight training and body weight training in the past. I'm just not sure which would be better suited for my goals. What do you think? There's a lot to unpack there. I'm going to take this one. Complicated question. <laughs> I'm going to take this one step by step. This is numerous questions at once. So hit me with the very first question of it. Um, so this person's goal is to lose weight, lose fat, and gain muscle. Okay. In high school, I wrestled. To cut weight, I literally spit two pounds off in one day. Less than 12 hours. I spit two pounds off. So when you say weight, I think what you truly mean is fat. So if you're trying to lose fat... What you need to do is set your body up for a caloric deficit. That is the ultimate way to lose fat or weight. Next part of that question. They're scheduled for a 10K. Okay. And they're not sure if they should do three runs a week or four runs a week. And then in the remaining days, do weight training or body weight exercise. You're scheduled for a 10K. I'm going to assume that this might be one of your first 10Ks because you're asking this question. If running is the most important thing here, I would not be worrying about the strength. Now, you'll never hear me say that ever again because I believe that strength training is unbelievably important, but your recovery is the most important because right now you're working on you're working on aerobic stuff here. So, I would sh I would stick with body weight for now and then I would focus on the running. I would do four days of running. Make the running the priority. 
That seems like a lot of days of running. It's a lot of running, but if this if this person is really out of shape, they don't have cardiovascular endurance, then they need to focus on the running. Next question, how important actually is breathing when doing abs exercises for aesthetics? Wondering this because I saw an athlean video that said abs looks bloated when you don't breathe correctly. Athlean X, I'm thinking this person means. Whatever they were trying to say. Yeah, so there's a guy named Athlean X, and he has an incredible channel. So, mm. yeah, there is this. Is the breathing going to lead specifically to you getting the V taper? I, I don't believe so. It also depends on what body type you have. Ultimately, what really matters is are you in a caloric deficit? If you're, if you're worried about your abdomen or your core or getting shredded, it's all about losing fat, and that is a caloric deficit. Speaking of caloric deficits, if I'm in a caloric deficit, since I won't be gaining muscle, are the cons of training each muscle once a week as opposed to twice a week? What? If I'm in a caloric deficit, since I won't be gaining muscles, are the cons of training each muscle once a week as opposed to twice? Basically what they're saying is, which is better? Training your muscles once a week or twice a week? Mm. When you're in a caloric deficit, it's not impossible to gain muscle, but it's real tough to gain muscle. Your, your body is working with less fuel than it needs because you're trying to cut fat. The question is, working it one time a week or two times a week? Point blank, I have heard different theories. I think that breaking the muscle down more often with proper recovery, I think that can yield better results. Uh, ultimately, more sessions gives you the opportunity for more volume for that muscle. Ultimately, it boils down to volume. So, long story short, I think that it would be beneficial to do two times a week, but you have to pay attention to your recovery, especially when you're in a caloric deficit. Ultimately, what it really matters is, are you going to stick to it? Will you work each muscle group two times a week? If so, fantastic. If you know you're only going to stick to one time a week, then I would just stay with it. Stay with it. I don't know if this is stupid, but I have 130 grams of daily protein objective. I just can't reach. Even with protein shakes, I'm cutting. All right, first of all, there are no stupid questions. It's all good. I wonder how you're basing this 130 grams of protein. Where did you come up with this number? You can't get it in. I'm wondering, how are you tracking it? My answer to you will be my fitness pal. What are you eating? Here's the deal. Anytime someone asks me, what protein should I get? I'm a jerk and I ask the question of, what food are you eating? Protein powder should be supplemental, not essential. Look at what you're eating. Look at the protein sources and start picking better options because I would imagine you're not picking good options to start. So start there. Next one. Always end up feeling awful after leg days with squatting and deadlifts. I get the shakes and feel nauseated and dizzy all day afterwards. I drink plenty of water and have good intra-workout. Is this normal, common, and what can I do to fix it? It worries me that you're dizzy all day afterwards. And if you truly think you're hydrated enough, I would be a little fearful of that, honestly. Uh, if you're dizzy all day afterwards, if you have a primary care physician, I would go and see, you know, what is your blood pressure? What's your heart rate? Um, I don't know how old you are, but I would get a basic checkup just in case. If everything is fine, then I would look at splitting the days up. If you're doing deadlifts and squats, and I would imagine you're going heavy, 
I would split the days up because maybe it's too taxing on your central nervous system. So, you know, we think of we're working the muscles, we're working the muscles when we're doing all these movements, but you tax your central nervous system when you do all this. So it might just be a little bit too much for your CNS. All right, next question. Another one. Another one. Should I do cardio before a workout slash lift or after? I usually just run a mile for my cardio. Fantastic question. Very common question. Can I guess? Please guess. I would say before. So you warm up your muscles. Trick question. Whichever one is more important to you. <laughs> I I'm serious. Whichever one is more important to you. What are you trying to do? Are you trying to bulk? Are you trying to cut? Are you trying to maintain? If I am doing a strength program, I am going to run or do the cardio uh, after because I want to make sure I can get the full lift in. I want to make sure I can give all of my effort to the lift. If you're a runner, if you're worried about cardiovascular endurance, if you like running distance, then you need to get the run done first. And then I would imagine if you're a runner, you're not power lifting. So whichever one is more important, do it first. If they're both equally as important, lift in the morning, run at night. Are at-home HIIT workouts enough to get yourself in shape? I'm 25. 5'2 and 118 pounds and I never work out. I'd like to start so I can shed extra fat and be physically healthier and less weak. I'm not a fan of going to the gym, so I'm wondering if at-home HIIT workouts will help me accomplish my goal. Ma'am, I really wish I knew you because we just designed a program for this gal right here for that exact thing. You can get fit at home, absolutely. My question would be, what is fit to you? But I think in general, if you're asking, can I get fit? Can I get lean? Can I be the body weight that I want? A thousand percent yes. This one knows. She lost 45 pounds at home. That's right. That's it. That was the last question. Oh, okay. You that, did a good job. Did I? I, I? I knew the answers. I shouldn't be acting so surprised. I'm not really building credibility here. I enjoy, I really enjoy that. That's so fun to me. Like it tests my brain. You don't care about this. Thanks for stopping by. You don't have to be perfect at this fitness question thing. Just try to be better than yesterday. Every day. This has been the Better Than Yesterday Everyday Podcast. We want to thank you for listening and invite you to subscribe to the show as well. And follow Matt Lane Fitness on YouTube. Until next time, you don't have to be perfect. Just be better than yesterday. Every day.